Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. This is our interview segment, advice segment. It is with Mulana Imran Khamisa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mulana. Jazakumullah khairan for joining us. Mulana, what should be our our intentions, our aspirations for life? Okay, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, wahda wa salatu wa salamu ala man rabiya ba'da. Firstly, uh, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the opportunity He has given us in terms of life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, blesses us with various bounties. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue blessing us despite our shortcomings, despite our failings, despite our disobedience. And Allah ta'ala still in His kindness uh, grants us so much. So, Mulana, in terms of the question that you state, what should be our aspirations and how should we continue in terms of the life ahead? You know, Nabi sallallahu words are always so profound. One is, he mentioned that no two days of a believer should be the same. When you speak of no two days of a believer should be the same, then we are saying that my today must be better than my yesterday, and my tomorrow must be better than my today. Mm. In terms of an extension, uh, my this year must be better than my last year, and whatever time Allah Ta'ala grants me, ahead should be better than the present moment. But in this, I should be guided by what is important. I should be guided by what will hold me in good stead in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that will be how I would balance, I would weigh, I would measure uh, to see my progress, whether it is really better than yesterday, or is today better than tomorrow, are we better off or we worse off? You know, Nabi Sallallahu mentioned in a hadith when he was asked concerning who is the best person. And it's not just in terms of us, you know, we, we start in January 2024, right? It's not just the passing of time. You know, he said that man ta'ala umruhu, a person whose age is lengthened, it's long. But with that, he said, wahasuna amalu. His actions are also good. So that person is a fortunate person because the time that I have, I have spent it and utilized it in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And every day that Allah ta'ala has spared me for, every year Allah ta'ala has spared me for, it's, getting, it's a benefit to me because it's getting me closer to Allah. So that is how I would look at that. Because the hadith also explains that the worst person is that person who also has long life. So that means in terms of the number of years that I am living, it's not as important as the quality of the years that I have lived. I'm living so for so many years. Allah has given 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, 80 years, 90 years, whatever it may be. But this particular, the other portion of, of it on the other side of the coin says that if I lived for a long life, but my actions were evil, 
My actions are not in obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That means every new day that has come, I'm drifting further away from my Allah. So it's better Allah Ta'ala takes me away. Allah Ta'ala takes me away when I'm not so far from Him. Because by giving me that extra life, by giving me that extra year, giving me the extra month, giving me that extra day, it has done no good to me. It has made my position worse as far as Akhirah is concerned. So this is how a, uh, a person needs to understand in terms of life. You know, as they say, it, uh, you don't count the number of years, but you try to make the, the number of years count. So there's quality in terms of the life that I lead. So why people would look at time and the passage of time, it's not just the quantity in terms of numbers, but it's quality in terms of how I spent it, like any other resource given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, did I use it in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or was it in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So this is the guidance, one is we spoke about, that, you know, uh, I must be, uh, you know, a Muslim's mind is active, uh, you are alert, you know what's happening around you, that is why, you know, uh, you know, with some uh, other uh, ways of life or cultures, you know, uh, there's celebration uh, in terms of the passage of time. But this, with us, we find it's more a time of reflection than anything else. Because a Muslim, he cannot forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether he is in his heights of celebration or in the depths of depression. At each point, I need to remember my Allah. I need to remember and understand what is required from me. So, you know, in terms of, the, again, the passage of time, you know, Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu was salam, we know he lived for over a thousand years, right? And uh, when he is asked about his life, what does he say? As if I just entered from one door and it came out from another door. Hmm. That's our life in this world. Coming in and going out. Coming in decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Going out decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What we do in between is what matters. So this is generally in terms of time and the passage of time. I mean, as believers, we... Uh, you know, uh, every day that Allah Ta'ala has given me, we get up by saying, Alhamdulillah, all praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given me this day, <coughs> who has given me this life after giving me death. Right? And then we remind ourselves that, nushur. to Him is going to be the resurrection, to Him is going to be the return. We're going to be going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that reminder comes to me all the time that, okay, a day has passed. There's a new day coming up. What do I need to focus on the day ahead? Don't forget, you've got things happening short term. You think you've got things happening for the rest of the day, or you're looking forward to the month. But don't forget that final return you're going to make to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then, Mulana, you spoke about uh, uh, you know, aspirations in terms of this. You know, normally at this time of the year, you find people make different kind of resolutions, right? You know, I will be doing this and I want to do that. And, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, also in terms of our intentions, what we really want to do. You know, <clears throat> he rewards us accordingly. You know, sometimes there are things that I want to do in life 
but they can't do because they don't have the resources. And sometimes I have the resources, but they're not doing it the way it should be done. So there's a beautiful hadith that uh, explains this here. When the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that in innama dunya li'arba'ati nafar that the world is made up of four kinds of people. Innama dunya li'arba'ati nafar four kinds of people. Abdun razakahu allahu malan wa ilman One person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted him one kind of people Allah Ta'ala has granted him wealth also, and Allah Ta'ala has given him knowledge also. And this person, in his wealth, because he has the knowledge, he fears Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And he uses the wealth that he has to maintain ties with his relatives. And he knows the different responsibilities that are there in the wealth of his. Because he's got the ilm also, and he's got the mal also. So the hadith explains, He is on the best of ranks. Then the hadith continues to say, that there is a person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him, with the knowledge. He has ilm. But he doesn't have wealth. He hasn't been given wealth. As far as this person is concerned, they had any, but this person says, if I had that wealth, he has this aspiration. I had this wealth. Right? I would have done as this person has done. That person who had ilm and he had wealth, how he used his wealth in the right avenues, in the correct places, halal avenues, all those things that bring the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't have the money, but I would have definitely done that. I would have done, I would have done those things that please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had I had the money. That is explains that this person with this wonderful intention and that particular person who actually did it, they are on the same level in terms of reward. Then Hadith goes further on to say that you get a person, a person, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a person wealth. And this person doesn't have knowledge. So what, what he does, he uses his wealth in those things that are haram. He uses his wealth in terms of maybe zina, or whether it's alcohol, or whether it's gambling, or what, all those things that are despicable, all those things which Allah Ta'ala has considered haram, Allah Ta'ala has asked us to stay away from any halal, ever, haram avenue he finds, in terms of for him, it's entertainment, it's amusement, it's enjoyment, living for the world only, floating and breaking the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can't be bothered. I got the money. Who's going to tell me what to do? I can spend it as I want to do, spend it. And he continues with his life like that, living that life. This is because he doesn't have the correct ilm in terms of knowing what must you do with your money. You know, he, he messes up in his wealth. He uses it in all the wrong things. He doesn't look at the, 
the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not worrying about his zakat, the charity, whatever else has to be done. Neither does he use it to maintain his relatives. Maybe there's family that are there. He could uplift by the money that he has now. He's totally for himself. And he spends his life like that. Then the hadith goes further on to say that a person, then you get a person who has knowledge, but uh, he has knowledge, but he does, uh, this person, he he doesn't have knowledge, he doesn't have wealth, right? We said a person who doesn't have knowledge and he doesn't have wealth, then the person, he doesn't have both of them, and now he says, he doesn't even have the, the, uh, the, uh, the wealth, and he says, but if I had the wealth, you know, I don't have it, but if I have it, then I would use it in this avenues here. Meaning, the avenues which the person was engaged in haram, I'll use it like that. I will also go into, if I had the money, I'll go into gambling. If I had the money, I would, I would, I would come with zina every weekend. If I had the money, I would spend my, my, I would spend my money on alcohol and drugs. If I had the money, you would name the haram and he wants to engage in it. Right? And he will do all those things. He said, but he doesn't have it. But this is his aspiration. This is his desire. This is where he wants to be. Because people who are doing those things are in another level according to him. They are the people I need to follow. They are my role models. So the hadith explains that the third person who had the wealth and didn't have knowledge and he used it wrongly, he is in, the, in a worse position. And the one who doesn't have the knowledge and doesn't have the wealth He'll be also in the same position like the one who had the wealth because his aspiration is to do that which is wrong. He's not guided in terms of what he does. So when we think about the future, as we started off the discussion this morning, when we think about the future, let us think about where we want to go. And when you're looking at it, don't be short-sighted and look at only as far as dunya is concerned. Look at akhirah. Look at where you want to be. So that's the beautiful uh, uh, guidance given to us by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam concerning uh, where, what our aspirations should be. And again, when, the, when, you, when you're normally when a person starts off anything, you start off very well. You know, sometimes a person also on a diet, uh, you know, he says, okay, I'm starting from Monday, or I'm starting from the new month, I'm starting from the new year, I'm starting from this. And then without any istikama that is there, without any uh, consistency, you find slowly the person uh, falls away, uh, unable to achieve the goals he wants to achieve, right? Uh, or a person says, you know what, uh, last year I didn't do too well in my, in my, in my studies. Uh, you know, this year from day one I will be uh, doing my work, I will be concentrating, I will do, I will do <clears throat> whatever necessary on a regular basis. But it just lasts for a short time. And without istikama, again, we find that also falls away. So, as far as uh, aspirations are concerned, also Quran shows us that it's not only the desire to do something that's good enough. The desire of doing something must be followed up by some action. If it's not followed up by action, may this be a pie in the sky, castles in the air, dreams which will never materialize, and you'll always wish I was doing this. I wish that happened. I wish that, but nothing would happen because nothing was done. As Allah Ta'ala mentioned so beautifully, وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ 
whatever desires the year after, and he does the necessary effort. He does the necessary effort. For such people, their effort would be appreciated. Their effort would be appreciated. Then on the other hand, Allah Ta'ala also mentions, Should I not inform you about those whose actions bring the greatest loss? الَّذِينَ ظُلَّ سَعْيُمْ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا هُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّمْ يُحْسِنُونَ سُنْعَ There are those people whose effort is lost in the dunya only. And they think they're doing well. They think I made it. I've got my grades. I've made it. I think I, I'm in the top bracket. And uh, looking at the criteria, other than the criteria which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned, and the person probably thinks he's progressing. He probably thinks He's got his stripes, and he's actually made it, and he's living the life. But in reality, it's far from it. Because when that life goes, and he's standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what would actually really matter? It may not even bring him that kind of benefit. And with the wrong intentions, it may be towards his, detri- uh, his detriment and towards his destruction. So we're looking at uh, uh, new beginnings. It's always nice to start off fresh, start off new. It's important to continue in a, in a manner in which we can, we always reflect, we always uh, rectify uh, our wrongs and try to lead a life uh, uh, in, uh, in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy. Allah ta'ala grant us, make our every day better. And uh, as, as the dua goes, Allahumma jal khayra ayamina wa khiraha. Allah ta'ala make our best days the last days. But the day that I die, in terms of spirituality, I must be in the height of, of, of my spirituality, closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah must take us away in that kind of condition. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the efforts of each and every person. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from the temptations that surround us in these difficult times. This every step that you take, you find there's something trying to pull you away from the sirat al-mustaqim. Allah ta'ala keep our feet firm. Allah ta'ala make us live with iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us die with iman. Allah ta'ala resurrect us with iman. And all the Muslims who are having challenges in various parts of the world, Allah ta'ala is a difficulty for them as well. Allah ta'ala strengthen their resolve as well. Allah ta'ala keep us united as a ummah. Amen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take us from this world in a manner that is pleased with us, inshallah. Ameen, ameen. Jazakumullah khairan, Hazrat Mulana, for your advices. Uh, make dua for us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah Wal Jamaah.